Farting is a part. Farting is a part. Farting is a part of life. Farting is a part. Farting is a part. Farting is a part of life. You can fart over there. Fart over where? You can fart most anywhere. Farting is a part. Farting is a part. Farting is a part of life. Whew. It's getting really stinky in here. It's so stinky in here. But oh well. Because farting is a part of life. Farting is a part. Okay, enough of that. Uh, they got it wrong, by the way. Farting isn't a part of life. Farting is life. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Way, be- way better said. Yeah. How are you, Mr. Sanchez? Good, Mr. Khan. How are you? Everything <sighs> going to be all right? Okay. Everything's going to be okay, all right? <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. Just uh, plugging along here. Yeah, how has your week been up to here? Until now? How's <laughs> to my now, life yeah. till now? God damn it, um, I'm getting everything wrong by a word. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything's good, man. I, you know, I've had enough of this heat for sure. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, it's been nice and like in the 80s here. Yeah, and I live in the IE, so yesterday it was 100, and I think it's going to be in the in the high 90s today. So, But you have a swimming pool. I do, but I don't really use it. Like The kids <laughs> love it. You know, my wife loves it. My, my wife grew up with a pool. I just see it as another chore I have to do, <laughs> something else I have to take care of. When gear breaks down, I have to repair it. It's just an extra expense for me. Yeah. So that's not like, you know. You don't subscribe to the Adam Carolla uh, bathing routine of that's how you jump in early in the morning and that's how you get clean. That doesn't make sense to me because you you need soap, right? Like I like you wouldn't feel so fresh and so clean. And by the way, I don't know. Maybe he has a salt water pool. Maybe because the chlorine makes you feel icky when yeah, you come out. Absolutely, yeah. you need to shower after you get out of the pool. Mine's a chlorine one. I don't yeah. know if I've never been in a salt water one, so That's maybe it's fun. different. It's just soft water. I yeah, mean, yeah. So I don't know. But uh, I did want to give a quick shout out to all the people that came out to the Hollywood Park Casino. Oh yeah, all yeah, the yeah. B, all the b-holes didn't show up in droves. Assholes. Um, but <laughs> listen, listen. It's a preseason game. That was. Uh, That's what yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, and I'm not Mr. Sports, yeah. but everybody was saying, yeah, it was preseason. But like the people who did come came to hang out with us, which Absol- was awesome. So thank you guys. For now sure. the, the rest of you, you're a holes. You're not b holes. <laughs> yeah, you're a holes. Uh, and you guys missed out because we still had a, like a, a stack of tickets to give away. Uh, but we did want to give you the uh, heads up that we have a couple more events coming up at the Hollywood Park Casino on Monday, September 9th. Uh, for Monday Night Football, I believe that's going to be the very first Monday Night Football of this uh-huh. year, yeah? Yeah. And then uh, we're also going to return on Sunday, September 15th, and uh, I believe that's going to be for the Rams-Saints game. Yeah. I don't know what time that is. So. Uh, it'll probably be uh, 10 a.m. or 1 a.m. Yeah, or so, 1 p.m., I mean. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so we'll, we'll be hanging out. And uh, i got to be honest, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It Football's was, fun, man. It was cool, <laughs> and uh, you know, we, we we had the beers, we had the food, and uh, I would play music, and we would give away stuff and do have shenanigans uh, when uh, there was no gameplay. Yeah, uh, beer mug was on the microphone. Beer mug's not here, by the way, just because uh, he's uh, doing all the uh, K Rock sticker hits 
uh, the Billy Eilish uh, limited edition K-Rock sticker is out now, so he's uh, on his way to a hot topic somewhere near you. I don't know exactly where. Uh, probably what's say Fullerton, yeah. In Fullerton, so uh, he's making the rounds there, and uh, you know we'll talk to him about how that experience is because uh, I know one thing that Billy Eilish fans are crazy. They're nuts for her. So, uh, and I I get it, and uh, I really admire her as an artist, but. The level of fandom, and, right? Yeah, and here's the thing. If you're not a Billie Eilish fan, you don't like her. Uh, I've, yeah. I've heard from a lot of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, you know, you will know more about this. When's the last time that an artist crossed over so much? Uh, that big? Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, maybe like a Linkin Park? Is that too far back? Ah, like, uh, but, but Lincoln Park wasn't played on pop stations, like right off the in bat. In the end, yeah, in no, the end but, was. But, but that was yeah. like, you know, but uh, really? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, Lincoln Park. Yeah, uh, you would know. I, w- I wouldn't yeah. really know. Okay. So Lincoln Park, man, that is a while though. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time it, ago. It was, yeah, like in the end, was, yeah, that, that album was their second album. So, yeah. So that was a while ago. And, but also that was one song. Yeah. Like, you hear a ton of Billie Eilish songs on Amp and on K-Rock and it's, it's just... And the 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 different uh, uh, like so beans a fan so beans of uber fan yeah by the way. loves her and I have and I have a a buddy of mine he's kind of a you know by the look at him you would like oh this guy likes like old school music or whatever and yeah. maybe like a little bit of hip hop like I'm your puppet yeah that kind of absolutely music? <laughs> yeah and uh, he loves Billie Eilish <laughs> I hopped into his truck and he was bumping Billie Eilish and I was like what yeah you know I like her. I wouldn't consider myself a huge fan. You're not a Billy I, head. I'm not a Billy head. Yeah, uh, uh, but I, you know, I, I, I think that she's extreme. There's no denying she's extremely talented. I dig her singles. Yeah, uh, but Phineas is the dude, man. He is. Oh, the, the production man. guy. Yeah, her brother. I'm a fan. I'm a fan oh, of, dude, uh, he's his the production. Man. His yeah, produ- the production on her records are is is amazing. It's is lit, amazing. fam. It's lit, fam. <laughs> yeah, it's next level. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. So, yeah, but so, this contest is pretty cool because you just all you have to do is take a photo of you and the sticker and upload it to krock.com. And dude, you could win a private concert. I don't care who it is. I don't want a private concert with anybody. Absolutely. Let's, yeah. let's come to my house and party. Yeah. And you get a Honda Fit, by the way. Yeah, that's a what? Not, a Honda Fit. <laughs> they said a Conda Fit. A Conda Fit? No, a Honda Fit. So. And a Conda don't want none. Which is cool, man. Which is cool. <laughs> yeah, you get so. a car. So that, that's pretty cool. So yeah. So that's where a beer mug is going to be. He's going to be at the Hot Topic in Floriton today. And uh, by all accounts, upload a picture of yourself. If you don't have 20 fr- friends, you know, you just... Invite s- the B team. Yeah, <laughs> Invite us to go. We'll go. Yeah. And you meet. You get a meet and greet with her so but if you don't care then you're like eh, s- someone's daughter will care yeah yeah so, a super cool prize and uh yeah i don't see any other radio station doing this kind of thing that's that's yep. the, the one thing about working at this station is that a, a lot of our promotions are really next level they're pretty badass they're pretty badass yeah. because you don't see this or hear about any of this at amp radio or yeah. uh kiss fm and you know n- not trying to sh- throw shade but i think that yeah. k-rock has always been on the next level kind of thing where you could have incubus at your house yeah and here's a tip i mean we do a bunch of promotions and there's a lot that doesn't even make the air 
like uh, you could win TVs and and trips to see the UFC in you know Vegas and stuff like that. That they don't even make the air, but if you just go to krock.com and turn to everything, you'll win something, dude. It's like and by the way, it's a it's a good way to win things. A, you're absolutely right. Disneyland tickets and you know, a lot of people are are always come because I'm the same way. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not going to enter. What are my chances of winning? Yeah, actually, online your chances are way better than calling in. Yes, because people think like I'm. Thinking, ah, yeah. I might have a don't have a shot. Your chances are pretty good online. Yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah, because think about all the people that are listening can call. Not everyone's gonna jump on the the computer and, and do that extra step. Just do it. And there's plenty of contests and there's something for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. So this B team episode will be Sans beer mug because he's taking care of business. So it'll be um, good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, how you been, dude? I've been good, man. Uh, it was a it was a busy week. Uh, I'm I'm learning something. I've done this for two weeks in a row, and and I'm stupid. Okay, I'm going out on weekdays. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, we're not as young as we used to no, be. No, so but, but it, there, really it wasn't planned. Us. It okay. was like like on Tuesday I went out and I met some friends for for dinner, and it was just like I haven't seen them in a while. Okay, and and they're like, hey, just come out meet us for dinner. So I go at seven o'clock, which is a normal dinner time. Right. We have food. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating dinner at five. <laughs> oh, by the way, dinner, that's early for me. I normally yeah. eat dinner at nine. Oh, oh, but you don't go to sleep till, till like, like midnight right. or one. Yeah. Right. But so, so I go meet up for dinner and then we're like, oh, another friend's in town. Let's just go for a quick drink and just catch up. She's from Vegas. So let's catch up with her. Right. And next thing you know, it's midnight. We're going back to my apartment. I hop on my computer, do some work, and then at one thirty, I'm like, "All right, guys, I gotta go to bed." And you still have company over. I right? have company over. Like, yeah. You guys stay. Krista yeah. was was uh, you know talking and hosting. Yeah. I was like, "You guys stay all you want. Be as loud as you want. I don't care because I could fall asleep. Just don't worry." So me and yeah. Rhonda retire to bed. I go to bed. I woke up Wednesday. My stomach was hurting. I you know, oh, uh, no. dude. I, I and I usually have a strong stomach. Yeah, and because I eat some spicy food. Yeah, which some spicy Thai food, which I normally don't eat. Mm. And oh, that'll do it for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I was in pain. I was sluggish all day. Yeah. I played basketball. I sucked playing basketball, and it was just because I went out that day before. Yeah. Well, at least it didn't stop you from your you know regular routine. A lot of people like they get all pussy like like I'm the same way like you. Yeah. No, I'll like, power like, through. Yeah. You have yeah. to power through because yep. yeah, it was like hey, you know what? Bad on me because I chose to go out. Exactly. But, but I'm still gonna power through and do yeah. my things. I'm not gonna be a little bitch. Eh, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. You know? and, and then one last thing is you know why can't people drive? I two two things like I I drive down Olympic Boulevard here and yeah. uh, on on Wednesday no on Tuesday there was a freaking fire at the Beverly Hills uh, high uh, uh, oil thingy mm-hmm. the, they have they have a, their own oil uh, what's that called the thing that goes up and down like a uh, the, a, uh, the drill or not it's the, not a drill it's the thing it's that, a, that looks like a horse it's like an oil rig yeah or it's an well, oil it's something spigot spigot uh, yeah. that thing that goes up and down yeah, and it yeah. looks like a hammer yeah it, exactly well they is. have their own because they have an oil spot in there and yeah. it caught fire oh my god so what? dude it took me it normally takes me 15 minutes to get home it took me an hour to get home Ouch. on a street yeah, wow. on a street yeah. and then yesterday there was two accidents on the road they can't drive on Olympic Boulevard people can't yeah. drive they chance to cut across and then smash and they're they're never like little fender benders they're like oh my god that car got destroyed the car was on the sidewalk in front of someone's house yeah i think it I was really like, dude a lot has to do with how overpopulated the city is and how condensed the traffic is because you go anywhere else 
it's not you're not going to have that many accidents i think because they're not that many cars on the road at the same yeah. time you know what i mean but here's so. where i trip out is like we're in traffic how is how are you getting this high speed for this collision that's destroying your cars yeah, some people don't know how to drive. <laughs> Just punch it. Be better. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we're gearing up for uh, a singles party. This is uh, Kevin's party bus to Vegas singles party. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the parties and uh, the amount of work that you put into it. Now, for you, uh, does promotion take care of a lot of most of the work when you get there? Or Thank God is, is... for promo. Yeah? Yeah, so, they, so... they take care of it, man. Yeah, so... Uh, the, you know, we have a, a cool promo guy here, Seki, and he sets everything up. He has a good relationship with Planet Hollywood, so... So he'll set up this party at a sports bar, like the mixer, to, to get everyone to meet each other, even though they're on the bus. But so this like, is like Friday night. Yeah. So yeah. normally, like normally, we're little lazy asses and we'll fly. Yeah. But since it's just Kevin and Beer Mug and myself and Christine going this time, um, we're gonna hop on the bus and yeah. we're gonna party with people on the bus so we'll get to know them good so, luck man yeah. <laughs> I, I know i know what i'm gonna do i know how i'm gonna attack it so how i'm gonna wait to i'm gonna have a drink like every section of the freeway there's sections of the freeway where there's landmarks okay so okay. like so one like drink you, there got one out. yeah one on one until before the 15 yeah and then once we're on the 15 once we get out of apple valley i can have another one and then baker another one yeah. and then state line another one and then it's on you know okay. like <laughs> <laughs> so that's four drinks man that i have planned for the bus ride cool now, i'll probably won't be as fun as everyone else but hey you know i'll last the night but uh yeah they set it up so we'll have a party in in the sports to to meet everyone and, and kind of get ready for the night and it's fun it's open bar it's it's so cool yeah it's a totally you know unique unique experience because you know everybody's a K Rock Kevin Bean fan and everybody that I've met which has been my experience has definitely been limited because I've only been to a handful of singles parties most of them not in Vegas the ones that I've been able to attend were local here yeah but everybody is super nice yeah everybody's super cool super chill. Uh, occasionally, you get the occasional, you know, douchebag. Yeah, you know, but everyone like literally like points him out, and then they they stay, separate from him. Yeah, they're absolutely. like, okay, that guy is. You go away. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So don't be that guy if you're the, coming. The craziest experience that I've had uh, at a singles party is I was DJing, and this was what was that place on top of the um, Spider Club? The Spider Club. It yeah. was at the Spider Club, and oh, I was DJing was there, and there was people like getting lap dances. Like right, like you know, yeah. the, you know, there was couches by the dance floor, and yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, what is happening? And I'm pretty sure, like, one couple was boning. Dude, you remember on the rocks? Oh, when, when we had the on the rocks, and we had the confession booth. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember someone but, boned in there, that, and it's like, how do you? Bo- well, I know how you well, bone okay. someone when <laughs> when you just met them like you know twenty minutes ago. You know what? But go for it, yeah, man. Like yeah, like, that's what makes these fun. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that type of. Uh, per- I've never been that type of person. But I mean, it's uh, hey, to each his own, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, people are. You know, I think now more than ever, people are just down to have fun and mm-hmm. you know not be serious, especially like. For me, and this is, you know, I mean, this will tell you something about me. It's like, <laughs> I don't really understand the entire Tinder thing. Tinder is was an app. Now it's more of a dating app. But at first, Dave, tell me if I'm wrong, was you swipe right and then it's a hookup to Bone. Yeah or no? Well, it was always a dating site. and that's, oh, it that's was. Yeah. The, it, it was a dating site with in quotes because people would be like, yeah, I'm interested in you. And then they just hook up and Bone. 
Yeah, so, but yeah. it's not really dating, you know. Like, right. they, but it that's that's the, but that that's was, the purpose, right? That 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 still maintain is the purpose. But a lot of people use it just to be like, oh, you're interested in me, I'm interested in you, let's have sex, and then that's crazy. And then they're to like, me. eh, you're not that interesting after all. So. Yeah, you're a good bond, but see ya. Yeah, but see ya next. Which on is to the next yeah, one. It's which, insane, man. It's insane. Yeah. Well, you know, good for people. Keep I, keep it up, people. I want to live in a world where people are like that and having fun. Listen, you know, just as don't long spread as, disease and don't get anybody pregnant. You know, yeah, what I mean? and as long as it's consensual. Then, Absolutely. you know, if, if you're both down with it, don't be a jerk and lead someone on. Just be cool. Be uh, coolie fruit. <laughs> be coolie fruit. Yeah. Well, well, well said. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. That's right. This is the B-Team. This is episode 78, if you're counting. My name is DJ Omicron, imaging director of the Kevin and Bean Show. Alongside me, we have Dave, the King of Mexico, producer of the Kevin and Bean Show. Yeah, happy birthday. Oh, thanks. It was your birthday this week. Yeah, it was. It hey, was. send Omar some uh, dick pics <laughs> for his birthday present. Please, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Or do. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> OmarKRock.com. Um, yeah, I'm not a big birthday guy. Neither am I. That's why it was awesome. I asked you, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And you're like, nothing. Well, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Done. But I, I will say the one thing, the, the cool thing for me is um, my kids, you know, they make, you know, little birthday cards. And Completely they, they treat different. It, they treat it like Completely it's a big different. deal. That makes, you know, any father feel good. It's cute because for them, it's like a huge thing, you know, and they're like trying to be secretive to surprise <laughs> oh. me and stuff. So, yeah, it was cool. They, you know, took me out to dinner last night and uh, like uh, Outback or uh, we went to the yard house because, I, you know, they have a pretty good selection of beer. Of course they and, do. They have all what, the did you get a yard? I got a yard. But I've never eaten at the yard house. I've only gone and you know, you know, kind of d- do a little pre-party at the yard house and yeah, go, then go move on yeah. exactly. And the food wasn't good, Dave. It wasn't. I did not enjoy the yard house food. I, I was about to say it's okay really? because I've had a like lobster, some lobster dish there that was yeah. pretty good, and then I had like some salads that were not good. And yeah, some I just, burgers that were like, yeah. My kids had some pizza and it was okay, and yeah. then we had uh, some spinach dip for an appetizer and it was okay. But I ordered a steak, and the steak was just trash. Wow, yeah, you're not going to get a steak. It was it's, trash. It's, I would get bar food there, like, you know, yeah. chicken tenders or, yeah, but, you know, but, chicken but steaks or whatever. Originally, I told my wife that I want to go to Fleming's because, you know, I knew I'm going to get a good steak there. However, there's nothing for my kids to eat at Fleming's. So I want them to uh, be able to eat What? They don't, they don't enjoy out. Brussels sprouts with uh, <laughs> with bacon in them? I, I looked at the menu and I was like, "There's no, they, they're not going to have uh, like risotto. You know, they're not going to eat this crap. <laughs> it's pretty good, you man. Know? No, I, I, yeah. trust me, we would eat it, you know, but is yeah. that is that when you go, hey, babysitters, here's uh, here, here are my kids. Wifey's oh, going to take me out for dinner. Well, my, uh, my, my, my babysitter, as you know, is my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. So she, and it's her birthday today. Oh no way! Yeah, so they they went along with us. We did kind of like a combo birthday yeah. birthday dinner thing, and uh, yeah, we're coming to a crossroads, Dave, because uh, our babysitter is uh, busier like now, you know. So we have to come up with a, a backup plan because uh, you know I'm excited for this Cure concert coming up in uh, at the end of this month in Pasadena, and they're unavailable. Yeah. So we're gonna have to reach out to some close friends who we trust, and you know we're gonna drop them off there. So for that. 
specific time we're okay yeah. but in the future we're gonna have to you know i mean interview people or or figure something out you know I, as scary as it is uh i think that we're probably gonna uh, end up doing is putting cameras all over the house yeah and dude call me paranoid call me immature or whatever it's your kids dude. It's safety kids. safety is first absolutely yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna interview some people we're gonna set up cameras and i'm gonna say be specific okay i want you in these rooms because these rooms have cameras but then it. put cameras in other rooms that they don't know about. Uh, yeah, 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 you know. So, yeah. uh, so it, it is what it is, and I, I, I and you can't just board them. Like it's you can't board your kids. What do you mean board them? <laughs> like just, just, just uh, like take them to a kennel where no, all the <laughs> no, can't, can't do. You that. can't where they play with other kids. No, no. And uh, so I, I've also come to the realization, like in 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 recent weeks, that most people are good. Yeah. You know, most people I, I yeah. want to say are good. However, for me in my experiences, Dave, I've, I think I've, I've had it more bad experiences with people and strangers. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's why my guard is up so much. You know, so can't, can't be up too much, man. Yeah, it's your kids. Yeah, I guess. But so Mia has a best friend, Michaela. And Michaela's parents came over for a birthday party, and then her mom came over uh, to take Michaela and Mia swimming at her house. And then the third time, her grandma came over and just dropped Michaela off. And they have two old. Michaela's has two older sisters, so the parents kind of already been through this. Yeah. So I want to kind of talk to them and kind of get in their head. Like, how are you cool? Not that we're bad people, because I yeah. think we're good people. Yeah, but you don't. Know. You don't <laughs> really know what's going to happen be behind closed doors. Well, uh, I mean, she's been with you guys for a couple of times, right? Yeah. So I mean, she probably got a good read, which from you. which is cool. But you don't know. It's scary. I mean, have you met your wife though? Like <laughs> you she's know, I know. really friendly no, and trusting. Yeah, so. a- absolutely. But still, like you know what I mean. Like I don't know, man. It, it, it's a difficult thing for me, anyway. You know, and, and and you understand that because you know it's my child. Yeah, you know, that I'm poten- potentially leaving with, uh, you know, a pedophile or worse, Whoa. a kidnapper. That's that's where my mind goes, Dave. Yeah, well, my mind goes to the worst possible thing. You know, and it it just. And it, it, it bugs me. It's hard for me. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to deal with, with, with that. So you're going to have to hire a babysitter. I think we're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. But, yeah, I think cameras is uh, kind of where I'm going to go where I could get a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah. You know? So Just make sure you hire a hot one if you do because they're, <laughs> they're less likely to do anything bad. I, I, you know? Because then you're going to remember what they look like all the time. I'm going to tell my <laughs> wife, hey, Dave said this. D- yeah. And I agree. It's facts. <laughs> facts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So on this B-Team episode, we're going to go through some afros and uh i found some like really like old school audio of jimmy and adam corolla interviewing scott wyland at a weenie roast for no apparent reason just and because just, it, we'll listen to it it's really really strange and it's like jimmy and adam are putting on like some sort of characters like i don't know in what oh. yeah i don't know in what world this happened but it's 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 uh really strange and god bless uh the great uh you know uh scott wyland for putting up with these a-holes and and i really want to say in this episode we're going to highlight the uh radio a-hole because uh we're also going to cover a uh, keanu reeves uh interview where bean is a tremendous a-hole to him and it was uh, uh something that the b-holes were uh kind of clamoring for and i've been looking for the audio under keanu yeah and i could could never find it because it was under Dogstar. His band. So he had a band in the 90s. Called, I don't know if he still has it. He might. No, I no, doubt it. No. Yeah. So, yeah, it was called Dogstar. So the interview was labeled Dogstar. And I just happened to stumble across it. And, and B-Holes, 
you guys are going to be surprised of how much of a dick Bean was oh. to, to, by all accounts, one of the nicest people in Hollywood. I can't wait because I have only heard clips of it. I've yeah. only heard the, the clips that Bean always plays. Dude, I've never heard the full interview. It's going to floor you, and it's really going to kind of uh, put things into perspective of why these artists just have to put up with the radio a-hole because they want their stuff promoted. Yeah. So they just have to bite their lip. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so we're going to go through that. And then uh, in, in anticipation of the uh, Pasadena Daydream Festival at the end of this month, uh, we're going to drop in a Robert Smith interview from uh, 1995 from uh, the Weenie Rose, the time the Cure headlined that show. And uh, we're also going to play for the best of being uh, the time he almost died in Norway, which is my first time listening to it. It's a very entertaining story. Uh, speaking of Robert Smith, should we tell the story of the party? Oh, we could do that on next on, on, on the, the next on, one? On, the, on the next one. All right, uh, cool. We're already r- running uh, at twenty four minutes. It's crazy. You know, it's so funny, Dave, because you like, know why? No interruption here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, Dave, is that before the show, I was trying to like brainstorm about what we could talk about. Yeah. And, and remember when we first started the podcast? If it was a half hour long, we'd be like, oh. We got thirty minutes. Good, like, good sesh, guys. Like so, it, it's, I'm still paranoid. Once once the cr- the microphones crack, I'm like really like you know I still get butterflies in my stomach. I'm like I don't know if we're going to be able to come up with any content. <laughs> That's what's great but, about podcasting because it doesn't matter. I guess, I guess, but I mean, it. it I think it. You know, we have a, a certain chemistry. I think also yeah. we've known each other for so long, so it really just feels like we're just shooting the sh- right. Uh, so let's get uh, into your uh, um, Afro calls. And yeah, definitely we want to cover that story because that was probably one of the low points in my entire life where you got to party with Robert Smith and I was uh, passed out drunk uh. just outside the hotel room. And I wake up to like 17 voicemails of well, you just... We'll, we'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. I so. wish you still had those voicemails. Jesus so. Christ, man. It was crazy. Insane. All right. Uh, first Afro call. You could call the Afro call. Afro call? Whoa. You could call the Afro line uh, 24 hours a day. The number is 520-AFRO-323. 520-AFRO. Hey, Omar. Uh, June 20th, and I'm on poop number 479. Maybe I'll hit 1,000 this year. You think you poop that much? I don't. I don't. It's not, It's only been like 200 days or something. How many days here. do you poop? Uh, how many times a day do you poop? Once, just once. Yeah, unless sometimes, unless some, it was Tuesday after Thai food, yeah. and I went like four times. So, um, for me, I'm it's most, once. M- mostly a once, but sometimes two. Like you know, I, yeah, I would say, oh, man. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say mostly once, but at least two days out of the week, I go twice. Okay, yeah. What up, B team? Prolapse. Just checking in, and I uh, wanted to see if you guys could do a little uh, bean guessing the price of a pool table. I think it was on the prices right. And uh, he guesses a little high. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was hilarious. Anyway, hope you guys are doing great. Squish. Listen, beholes. If you guys are going to request some audio, you, you got to <laughs> give me a little bit more. Dude. It's like, oh, that one time they were talking about the prices, right? He guessed a little high on a pool table. I, I have nowhere to go with that. I don't even know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Was it a so, showbiz story? Was it just? I don't know. So call back, uh, behold, with a little bit more information, and and trust me, I'm more than happy to yeah. go through this audio because your suggestions are key. Because I think if somebody wants to hear it, then other beholds will yeah. enjoy that. Audio or it'll too. re you know rejog someone's memory of oh this was great. Hey guys, it's uh, Caleb. You guys were discussing Omar taking his children to the hospital, and Dave asked Omar if they still stick the thermometer of the kids, but uh, yes, they do. Uh, my one and a half year old goes to the hospital 
at least once every three months because his mom is uh, thinks there's something wrong with him when there's nothing wrong with him, which is perfectly normal. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, he gets probed like bi-monthly. So yeah, just wanted to go ahead and share that with you guys. But Dave, that is still something that happens. And no, the babies do not like it at all. Hey man, you gotta check what kind of like you know weirdo doctor you're going to because really? that's never happened to any of my kids nope. and, and and like especially with my first kid. Yeah, she would go, "Hachu, oh, we gotta go to the hospital." It's like, yeah, you know what I mean. It I was, mean, don't they have these things now where they just put the something on their forehead yes. and it tells the temperature and they're yes. like, all right, that's it. Yeah, or something in their ear. Absolutely, Dave. They have new technology, so I don't so know. So no more butthole for <laughs> the kids. Not for my kids anyway. So that that kid, I mean, yeah, I think you need to get, you know talk to your doctor, dude. Like, you need to get some new equipment, yeah, bro. Seriously. Hey, B team. This is uh, Mario the B hole in Texas. Uh, yeah. Ralph just said on his show that he got laid one day on his birthday. Uh, it was a radio spot. It was a, 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 a remote spot. And, uh, my God, if you could find that, that would be awesome. But I doubt it because he said that she got paged. So it wasn't even before cellular phones. But uh, I would love to hear that. Squish. Squish. Uh, yeah. I, Farmer's Market. You remember this? Oh, tell me the details, Dave, because I vaguely remember this. <sighs> it was his birthday. It and- was his birthday, and he he he. What was it holed up in a room? It was in a and, room, and somewhere. we talked to him from the farmers market, and then I think we solicited for a girl to go have sex with him. And someone, and showed, someone up. showed up, someone and sh- he had sex. It was crazy. Uh, Ralph, by the way, is probably you know. I mean, he was he was a wild man. Just just oh like, yeah. I mean, talk about somebody who's like very sexually free. You know what I mean? Like Ralph was, you know, yeah. Uh, back in the day, he was a swinger. He admitted it. You yeah, know? it was. He was. All, you know, it, for me, it was like it was weird because. Uh, I've never known anybody like that. Yeah. You know, Ralph was the first person I was like, he was so sexually free, and it was it was it was cool. It was very cool, and but but also, it wasn't like a put on. That was just Ralph. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just I think it takes a certain person to live that lifestyle, and it was cool because that that was enough for me. Like I was like, all right, I'm glad he lives like that, so I don't have to. Yeah, like I don't sure. know why like it mattered to me, yeah. but it was like, oh, cool, he takes care of that part of my life. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that was back in the day where everything was recorded on dads, and uh, I. I tried to look for it on Kevin to be an archive and our little archives on our hard drives and I couldn't find any audio. Nothing? I couldn't find any audio. Oof. So uh, if you were able or any b-holes able to kind of like, you know, remember uh, maybe the month, then I could go back and then maybe look at the replay dates wow, and pull out the dates. November, so. Uh, maybe give me a year. Yeah, if we come up with a year. 1962. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I could re- uh, you know research and uh, maybe find it. Hey, the B-team. Um... The podcast from Kevin and Bean, June 19th, Shia LaBeouf says something, and uh, I'm guessing Kevin has to hit his dump button because Bean says, hey, by the way, Shia, that's really not something that you're allowed to be saying anymore. What did he say? Do you guys still have that original clip? Is it recorded, or does anybody know what he said? Because I would like to know. Thanks. Have a great day. Uh, yeah, we record everything in uh, what we call the uh, program feed, and the program feed doesn't cut anything off. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, when uh, Kevin hits the dump button, it takes four seconds out. Yeah. Just clips it out. Of, and But so, in the past, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 sometimes it doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, I'll play for you uh, what happened so uh, you know exactly what was said. 
It's always great to catch up with you, Shia, because you are never boring. You always have a lot of interesting things going on. And I would imagine with all the other stuff you do, the last thing I would expect you to do would be to co-found an organization like this, this Sloss and Rec. What's Mm. it all about? What's the backstory? So what it's about is we're trying to make theater vital again, right? We're trying to have kids line up for theater the way they do for cell phones or any other bullshit. You know, it's uh, theater's kind of dead in this country and and quite quite old and white and retired. So uh, there you go. Hey, B-Team, it's Caleb again with the Shia LaBeouf interview. He said another thing that had to get dumped, and everybody's like, hey, you really can't be saying that on air. What else did he say? I'm going to continue listening, and if he says something else, I'll call you guys back again pointlessly. Have a great day. All right, and uh, yeah, I pulled the other clip where okay. he say he has a potty mouth. He did have a potty if, mouth. If you're able to say, hey, did you see that cat video? And uh, the dude across from you who who you don't know has also seen that cat video. That connection is that God reach that I'm talking about. These mm-hmm. This way of connecting with big, huge groups is this God thing I'm talking about. And, and it is through irony. You can't just hit people over the head with God. They won't listen to you. You can't hit people over the head with love. They won't listen to you. The way towards that stuff is through cat <laughs> videos and, and bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a word you really can't use uh, anymore. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And uh, Caleb was a big liar because uh, Shia went ahead and he cussed again, and uh, Caleb didn't call back. You this is uh, dare, Caleb. This is uh, the third time Kevin Bean had to dump. But also, let me apologize on air to Jerry O'Connell, who I who I mad dog like a motherfucking <laughs> street hard. You can't hard. say that either, Shia. Can't say that. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Dave, what's your take on Shia? What's your read on him? He's an interesting dude, man. No, that that yeah, but I, I get, but is is it is it what is it? I don't know. Something for me that it seems like it's a put on and it's not authentic. Like this is just my read. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, it, I, it seems like an act. I think it was he was a certain type of person when he was younger, mm. and now he's trying to make up for that. So now he's doing all this crazy thing. But he's an artist, right, dude? He, like. I want to see his movie Peanut Butter Falcon so much, dude. It looks so good. Now, is and, this the one with the actor? The lead actor is uh, has Down syndrome, right? Yeah, it looks so good with Dakota Johnson and her and her not gap tooth. Mm. Uh, but then he also has a movie where he wrote. I think he wrote and directed it, but mm. it's called Honey Boy. Yeah, and that's the one where he's telling the story of him himself, but he's playing his dad in the movie. Okay, so that one looks fascinating too. That's interesting, and. Uh, He's just a, a weird, like, fascinating guy. Like, he does all these art installations. He did the We Will Not Defeat Us when uh, President Trump was was uh, elected. He did that for a while until violence started happening at these. So he moved it different places, and he got yeah. bummed about that, you know. He did the, the thing that Jensen apologized for, you know. He did uh, – he's just a weird guy. Yeah, I, 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 man. I, I think just... it's, some, it's like something different in his mind. Yeah, yeah. I get. I, I I can't say. Yeah, I guess it's cool because I don't know if it's cool or not. You well, know, it may not be cool to you. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. But, but I, I, guess I find that, it fascinating. That, that, but it, what, it, yeah. if you're an artist, can, so it's not like everyone gets your it's, art. It's not right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Hey there. This message is for the V team. This is Brandon calling. Uh, just wanted to know the origin of the running joke. It seems uh, saying, "Oh, we're not a, we're not on the air yet." Uh, just wondering where that came from. Who started it? And um, that's all. Uh, hopefully, I get to hear back. At this rate, it's probably going to be October. <laughs> all right, thanks. Bye. It's not October. It's August, by the way. Sure. Uh, where did that come from, Dave? I think it's just a funny thing. I don't know who started it, but it is funny because it, it is funny because I I don't know exactly when we started like doing it consistently, 
But <sighs> it sounds like uh, that definitely to me anyway sounds like something Bean said, and then Kevin kind of picked up on it. Yeah, and and some of it what what some of it has to do with is Safe Harbor. Mm. So for at six o'clock is when we start. We can't cuss anymore. Oh, okay. or, you know, you ha- you have to talk. You know, that's where FCC law really kicks in from six to ten. So I think since we're on from five thirty to to six, like that's when we're live. It's like practice half hour, and that, and it became a joke of well, none of this is none of this matters because this is practice until we go live at six. Well, there you go. I think yeah. that that makes sense. Yeah, this is for the B team. That's us. So June twenty first, I open up the <laughs> app and I'm like, okay, let me see if these a holes put a podcast together this week. Your B holes. <sighs> yeah, you a holes didn't get your s together, did you? <laughs> Squish. Listen, listen. Wait, wait. She's complaining about a podcast from June that yeah. we were. We, by we the way, like skipped a week or something. No, the guys were off, and remember we had a rushed. Uh, we had a rush best of. Oh, right. So right, there was right. no way in hell we were recording that week. Yeah. So hey, listen, we 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 have our regular lives. We have a job, <laughs> and, and 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 also Dave can attest to this is that the reason we do this is because like now. We're having fun, you know. We have we have bee holes, and you guys dig what we're doing. If we didn't have that, I don't think Dave and I we, this podcast would be dead by now. Oh yeah, we, we wouldn't. I mean, be, be, let's be honest. We're not type. We're the, I, I, I don't think we're the type of people that are like our egos stroked. Sure, it's nice when we get. Positive we're not look get. at me people. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we we just do it because we think it's entertaining for you. And by all accounts, the people that you know have uh, you know emailed us or meet us in person love what we do. And that's personally, that's what keeps me going for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, put it this way: it's like I don't like look at me so much that I don't even. Tweet about the episode until like Monday or oh. Tuesday. When do you, I ever you, tweet about never. it? <laughs> never. Like, you know, yeah, it's exactly. like we're bad at yeah. promoting ourselves so, because we don't so want to be bad. like, look at me. And I feel yeah. terrible. Like, I feel bad. I feel icky when, when I'm posting on Kevin and Bean's social stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, it's it's the B team, you know. And yeah, yeah and we're part of their show and it's still icky. But I think it's a necessary evil. And I think we just have fun with it. So For sure. And like you said, it, the B holes have been coming out and, and you know, it, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. And, and if definitely makes us feel good for sure that, that without a doubt like you know anybody who gets appreciated for doing yeah. something you know if it, it feels good so uh, but but chill out man sometimes we're not going to get to you get to do an episode <laughs> you know Yo, this is for the b team podcast and <laughs> so yeah you guys should definitely do a live show um uh, most breweries have like availabilities for like stand up like open mic or whatever and that'd be dope if you did one like in like North LA area, like Eagle Rock, Glendale, very specific, whatever area, Highland um, <laughs> Park, all that good. Because that's where I live. Potty and that'd be tight. Um, but yeah, you guys are tight, dude. I'd be my girl. I'd probably drink too many IPAs, and they'd be sick. Anyways, this is your boy Rambo, and this is not Paul Colgan. <laughs> did he say it was Rambo? Yeah, he's Rambo. He oh, he's Rambo, not yeah, Hulk Hogan. No, no, his name's Rambo. Yeah, for real. Do you yeah. think it's his real name, uh, or is he doing a joke like I, no, this is Rambo, not Hulk Hogan? No, he always he always calls. Uh, he's always his name is Rambo. I mean, that's what he goes by anyway. I don't, I don't know if it's a nickname, but Rambo. yeah, he always goes by Rambo. But 
Um, l- let's plan on Dave, and let's say here that uh, <laughs> we're gonna take Beer Mug's idea, and we are gonna do some sort of live show for the hundredth episode, whenever that is. And that'll probably be the last episode too. What do you mean? I don't know. Just like <laughs> the one we do live is gonna be the last one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know what, Beeholes? If you guys have anywhere interesting that you know could, if you, know, you own a spot, yeah. In in a perfect world, we, we would have fifty Beeholes show up. I mean that yeah. would be I would be that would be, would, a, that would be a lot right yeah so yeah. so that would be cool and for the hundredth episode I think we could get a well adjusted mic to show up uh, maybe we uh, <laughs> or, yeah. and then we could probably get uh, definitely going to get Sam there meeting comedian down there for to do a sure set. and uh, I could get, probably get Brad Williams to come by yeah absolutely just you know uh, it's definitely not going to be a show where we're going to play clips so it's more going to be actually like Brad and well adjusted Mike are going to be the perfect kind of guests because we could talk to them about different experiences and Brad definitely uh somebody who's a friend of the show and how he uh and i bet kevin's leg yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah hump lux's leg too. yeah yeah and, and i'm sure we could get some like old interns to come by totally so yeah so we're gonna plan that for our hundredth episode but yeah if you have a spot that might suit us well yeah hey, sh- you know uh email me omar or uh dave dj nope. sanchez omar. okay uh, <laughs> just <Omar> email me <laughs> okay <laughs> next, next call hey b team and omar and dave and my f-ing hero, Beer Mug. <gasps> oh, too bad. I was. This is funny that Beer Mug's not here for this. All right. Hey, Leah. Guys, I'm f-ed up and I'm trying to get back to my car. I'm walking there. It's not too far. Just want to call you guys. Love the B team. Hate that. The best of whatever this weekend. Oh, it, yeah, it's just before 4th of July. Because you guys aren't going to hear this until like three months from now or whatever. Yeah, Anyways. I just wanted you guys know, Beer Mug's my hero. I love you, Beer Mug. Look at that. Beer Mug's number one fan right here. And he won't be able to hear it because he won't listen to this yep. episode. Hey, B-Team. Oh. It's uh, Ponce again. I just realized that the last call I made, I, I, I probably cursed a little more than I was supposed to. So I'm still walking, trying to get to my car. Um, I already forgot what I said last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Homer, uh, fucking hot mother effer. Oh, see, I didn't curse this time. And King David Mexico, <laughs> the um, David Mexico. I forgot what I said about you. It was probably <laughs> something nice. And Beer Mug is my hero. I f- love that guy. That guy is. F- oh, f- Hold on, I'll, I'll call back. <laughs> I love that Beer Mug's not here for this. Nope. By the way, hey, calls back. B team. Finally <laughs> made it to my car. It wasn't that far, but I'm so out of shape. Anyways. <laughs> I'll try not to curse this time. Uh, Homar, I've seen your picture. Pretty hot, dude. Uh, Dave, King of Mexico. Your girlfriend is way too hot for you, man. That's true. Like, how did you score that? Like, you must either have a huge personality <laughs> or, I don't know, dude. I, I can't imagine it's anything else. And... Beer mug. Beer mug. Beer mug. This guy loves beer mug. You're my hero, dude. I love you, beer mug, so much. <laughs> You're my depression hero. I, I, I mean, you, you, probably, you guys probably hear this a lot. And granted, I am a little drunk. But when you're drunk, that's when the truth comes out. And so, uh, beer mug, I wish I was like you. I, I wish I was carefree like you. And... I'm sure you had your your down days and like days where you feel like crap, but the way you come across on the radio, it's just like you're carefree and like 
you'll go with any joke and then you laugh about it and it makes people like me where we're having a sh- uh, I'm trying not to curse where we're having a horrible day and you and you make fun of yourself and you laugh like I said you're my depression hero I love you so much beer mug MB team I love you guys make sure you guys keep doing those podcasts every week because <laughs> we we need them so thank you guys love you guys listen he's not wrong about beer mug Beer mug, like like we said, I think we were talking in the last podcast. He has that likability. He does. He has that likability, and he is very carefree, and he rolls with the punches on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Off the air, it might be a little different, but uh, for the most part, I mean, beer mug. But I mean, I love beer mug. Who doesn't yeah. love beer mug? Uh, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, uh, <laughs> when when they're working, yeah, yeah, you yeah know, in the studio, in not the studio, so much in the studio. Yeah, they they tend to butt heads sometimes, but uh, other than that, I love you too, beer mug. Me team. I promise it was gonna be the last one. Uh, <laughs> no, I just want to clarify that when I call beer mug my depression hero, I just want to make sure I clarify that he doesn't depress me. That when I'm in depression. He's a hero that gets me out of my depression. Huh. So I just just want to clarify that. So because I don't know, a hero like he depresses me. Completely opposite. Well, that guy sounds completely different when he's sober. When he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. You no, know, and I hear his voice. Oh, what the hell? Oh, totally continue. brings me like it brings me out because he's always so happy. Even when he's pissed, he's happy. <laughs> So, Muggos for Life. Love you, Bear Mug. Okay, if that guy really loves Muggos, he should get a Muggos for Life tattoo. Oh, or a, pic- or a tattoo of his face. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, that'd be outrageous. outrageous. Remember when that guy got a picture of well adjusted Mike's face? <laughs> what the <laughs> heck? That was a thing. Yeah, still I'm on like, it. I mean, he's a good looking guy, but still, right? I know. Hey, what up, B team? It's Steve Old Drew. I just got a message before the show aired. It says, the whole company Drew Life. Well, I can't wait to go ahead and hear the podcast. And yeah, call back. I never answer that line, but I always check it. Do you know the number? I don't. <laughs> Later. Swish. Yeah, that was all. That was us calling the Drew line. Um, I want to give out the Drew line number, but I just threw away that paper too. Here, I, I, I can find it. I'm gonna call it Drew Line today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Behold, call the Drew Line. Drew Line. And by the way, uh, <laughs> Drew. Well, I'm gonna save it because I want to surprise the Beholds with it. Drew did a special production piece for us. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. Uh, call the uh, the Drew Line. It's nine zero four eight seven eight Drew. So that's nine zero four eight seven eight three seven three nine. Call Drew and uh, you know just just call a fellow Behold. Yeah, you know show show a, a fellow Behold some love. Hey, Omar, it's June 27th, and I just hit my 500th poop for the year. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Which puts me halfway to my goal. Still got a long way to go. We can do this, and I thank you for your support. You can do it, man. He There's can do no it. way he jumped up 24 poops in, <laughs> ah, dear, dear. from those two calls. Yeah, maybe he has something wrong with his, <laughs> you know what I mean? What does it count as a poop? Like, yeah, a, like, a, like a full one, or like he's counting each individual piece? Because if it's oh, it's each individual. 
It's got to be full. Uh, so, uh, Dave, I know you have more information about this because uh, we left here on Friday with a big question mark because some weird stuff happened over the year. And uh, I, I, it just happened that I caught it by chance because oh, I was editing something. Yeah. So let's get into a So That Happened. And uh, I, I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of anything, but this is interesting for sure. So that, so that, so that happened. So that, so that. So that happened. Yeah, so what happens on the Kevin and Bean show is uh, towards the uh, tail end of the show, um, sometimes Kevin and Bean, um, not sometimes, every day they tell me what they want to replay in the 5 a.m. hour. From 5 to 5.30, we do a couple of replays from the previous day's show. So they were like, oh, Omar, we're going to do this and this. So I take the audio, I rip it from this uh, program called The Profiler, and I just happen to put the cursor where there was a commercial stop set. This is by chance, too. Just by chance. Like, if I didn't find this by chance, we wouldn't have known this happened. Because yeah. n- nobody got emails, right, Dave? No, I didn't see a tweet. I didn't hear anything. Which didn't... is bizarre, because yeah. usually our listeners are really quick to point out that we're messing up. Yeah. Right? So this is the audio that I labeled Mug Sucks, by the way. <laughs> but um, I think it's not a Mugs issue, but listen, listen to this. Want to know when your favorite concerts go on sale? The go helpful SoCal Honda dealers encourage Wakanda you to log forever. on to K <laughs> <laughs> So there's a commercial going. Well, Wakanda Forever was a so that happened as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to get into that, but yeah, that's a so what happened all its own. Um, so what happened was is that Jensen was doing his uh, wrap up on Friday, and he wanted to drop in Bean saying Wakanda Forever, but Ali was uh, over it, so he was just like, "Hey Bean, could you just recut this line so I could put it in the song so to be clean?" So Muggs goes in in there. He's just like, "Hey, yeah, we could do it right now." So he throws things. By all accounts, you talk to Muggs, right? Yeah. What do well, you say? Well, he he. Didn't even know that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to engineering, you know, and asked all the questions like, yo, how could this happen? And according to engineering, that can happen. There was no possible, unless he potted up the recording and and hit play and put it on the air, that should not happen. Everything Beer Mug was saying was correct. And the way we recorded the the stuff off air, Mm -hmm. there was no possible way that could have happened. And it shouldn't have happened. And so it wasn't Muggs' fault. It was a freak accident where it was recording into the Vox Pro, but somehow it came out on air because there's a bus that that were, it's it's, it's my, the, the it's, recording it's, bus, right? Oh no, the one no, that it's you're the on. one that I'm on. Right. Where when I use a speaker, it automatically goes on the air. Yeah. So the, Rick said that our our one of our engineers saying that that. Maybe uh, something got crossed up, like a glitch. A glitch where because that was a recording of it. That wasn't a playback, right? So, so uh, that there might have been a glitch with that bus that aired that. So, and by the way, beholes, the reason this is scary is because sometimes, like, say, if I have Kevin Bean record a promo, sometimes you know they're throwing f bombs, you know, yeah, and, and we mess with each other, and yeah. we'll be like, blah, like f bomb or absolutely. c word or yeah, something, totally. and you know, we're just trying to have fun, and yeah. we, you know, obviously, when we're not on the air, you know, we're a little bit more uh, R rated, you know, yeah, we it's can, the we fun can show. On the, it's the fun show, uh, but but it's it's spectacular, like the helpful SoCal, go for a bean, go for a bean. SoCal Honda dealers encourage you to log on to K- 
<laughs> what kind yeah, of I mean, like that's that's whoa, scary. That's very scary. very scary. And I was very concerned that no one heard it. So, and it made me wonder, like, did it actually air? Yeah. Because not one person. Yeah. Not one person. Like, remember when uh, it happened a couple of weeks ago when Bean was playing a drop asshole? Yeah. And it went over the song. Yeah. Like that was a mistake that yeah. that Chip had. Right. But people heard it and were like, "Oh, I want the asshole remix." So like, weird you know, that nobody so emailed. no one heard it. No one emailed. Yeah, it's funny, anyways. Yeah, I know. Totally funny. Yeah. Um. Okay. So back in the day, <clears throat> Keanu Reeves, by all accounts, now, uh, one of the nicest, most generous. Gives to charity all the time. You know, he's just the nicest dude in Hollywood. Was on the Kevin and Bean show via satellite, I come to find out. Okay? <laughs> so that, that 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 adds another element of dickiness to what Bean did here. Yeah. He was in a band uh, called Dogstar. And all these bands, like, uh, I, I think we had, did we have Russell Crowe on for his? We did. 30, my, odd, 30 odd foots of grunt. Yeah. Who so, I've seen in concert, by the way. Okay, yeah. So, so basically, we have these bands on because, okay, the dude is, uh, what's his name again? Who? The guy I just mentioned, but I forgot his name now. Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. Oh. How do I forget that so I mean, we soon? had Dennis Quaid. I know that, right? <laughs> we had Dennis Quaid for his show and Gary yeah. Sinise and, yeah. you know. So it's just it's just because they're superstars, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, they're famous and they're interesting people. We Michael Chiklis and his best. Yeah, ex- perfect example, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, we, 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 uh, we have them on to talk about uh, their projects just because, you know, they're Ke- Keanu Reeves. And at, at this point, I don't know what how big of a star. This is post-Matrix. Dave, do you think? No, this is pre-Matrix. Oh, this is pre-Matrix. Yeah, this is pre-Matrix, probably post uh, Bill and Ted's. Oh, yeah, it has to be post yeah. Bill and Ted's for sure. But this is Dracula, I think, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah this yeah, is just right. like over Dracula. So, so, so Kevin and Bean, I don't know if they have the intention. I think by the sound of it, it sounds like they went in with the intention of being being me, it was going to be mean to Keanu Reeves. You think so? Well, you know, since you haven't heard the audio, I'm going to let you be the judge. All right. But a part of me does because of how it ends. Okay. So this is just a clip of how the interview begins. And by all accounts, this is just a normal start to any interview. All right. On the satellite from uh, from Los Angeles, all the way from Los Angeles. <laughs> is, is that where you guys are? You're in- City. We have the band Dog Star that many of you have heard of on the satellite right now. Let's say good morning first to Brett Domros. Brett, you're the- okay. So then, all right, hold on. First of all, it's weird that why did they have to say on satellite? Like, I don't know. Like yeah. that was a thing back then, like live via satellite, and you're yeah. like, who cares? Now they Just, wouldn't mention it. Yeah, now it doesn't even matter. Yeah. All right. So, so it sounds so, good. sounds normal, right? Yeah. So uh, you know, they go on to kind of like you know introduce the band and kind of like who does what, and I guess in this band, Keanu played bass on this mm-hmm. on on this band. Um, so let's hear the next clip. We got Rob on the drums. Rob Mailhouse. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. How are you doing? And where'd you come from? What was your story? Uh, I came... Like, already. Like, that's not the Bean of today. That just sounds like he's already... Or maybe is Bean in a bad mood? What do you think, Dave? Uh, right there. It sounds like he did it. He doesn't want to interview them. Yeah. So maybe he just... They, maybe they just wanted to... Because this is before my time. Yeah. It's way before our time. Yeah, totally. So maybe they just wanted to speak with Keanu and it was one of those, oh, no, the guys have to. Everybody has to be there. So yeah. he throws out these questions like, what do you do? It's just so to include everybody just so they could get to Keanu. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, it continues. And where'd you come from? What was your story? <laughs> uh, I came from, I've been in Los Angeles. I've known Keanu for like six years. We've been together for a while. and uh, But I'm originally from back east. Rob, when you say you've yeah. been together for a while, what exactly does that mean? 
Well, there we go. Is this Kevin or Bean? It's Kevin. Listen, and Bean. we've been together for a long time. That's what it's I just, thought. It's just what can I say? Can I would I say? imagine you just hang out with Rob. Do you just Rob? We'd hang out with Keanu just to get the chicks, just to get the leftovers, the ones that he doesn't oh. physically have the time or sperm for. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That was that's funny. funny. <laughs> and then we've got. Uh, and then we've that's got. Okay, our, we'll use. I can, we got our extra the sperm time here. Time or sperm. And now we've got our friend on the base, Keanu Reeves. Keanu, good morning. How are you? Good morning. We've gotten a lot of enjoyment from you over the years. I just want you to know, you've been a very popular topic on the Kevin and Bean Show for many years. Ah. Uh, yes. Take that with the reservation, though, Keanu. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think Oasis is tough. Well, as long as you brought some laughter to the world. Right. Why are you in this band, Keanu? Uh, By the all way. Right. All right. Well, already there, but yeah, they're being dicks. To they're him. being dicks. And to he's him. being cool, like super cool. He's already going. Okay, look, as this long is as, how it's gonna go. Yeah, like, and if as long as you're bringing some laughter, if you at my expense, sure, whatever. By the way, these are like radio a holes because they have the power because you know Doc Star wants a promotion. Yeah, who said Oasis? Is, you thought Oasis was tough. Uh, I don't know. Because it, it sounds like someone was ready to combat them. Uh, <laughs> you think Oasis is tough. Well, as long as you brought some laughter. <laughs> One of the, the band world. members, right. I think. Why? So I wonder if they were ready. Like, I wonder if they were ready to so, combat him. Like somebody gave him the heads up that Kevin and Bean had been dicks to Keanu Reeves on the air. Yeah. I made mean, fun I, of him. He just told him that, yeah. you know, we've had an expense at you. Yeah. But saying that you thought Oasis was tough, that sounds like they were ready to be dicks to back to Kevin and Bean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you know what? That you know, makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. To the world. Right. Yeah. Why are you in this band? Band, Keanu. <laughs> Dick question. Uh, why am I in this band? Yeah, I enjoy the <laughs> uh, to play and to perform, and that's about it. Yeah. Many people believe I'm one of them that you are the worst actor of your generation. Oh my god! Like, 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 like not even a like. He's, right. he's not even like you know, like you know, massaging him. There's no foreplay, and there's nothing about the band. Nothing. Straight to a, a right hook. Jesus, Louise's man. Many people believe I'm one of them that you are the worst actor of your generation. Is this oh, some? Is this some way? Is this some way to wash? <laughs> Have you the seen? Uh, by the way, why would Keanu say "Ah, oh, excellent" in that Bill and Ted's voice? You know? Because is that's this, probably who he was back yeah. then. Is this, oh, some, is this some way? Is this some way to wash? <laughs> Have you the seen uh, River's Edge? Have you seen uh, Tune In Tomorrow or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? You know what I saw? I saw Dracula. I saw Much Ado uh, About Nothing. Blah blah. And I blah, saw Little blah, Buddha. Blah. blah. And what else? I've seen Dracula, Much Ado About Nothing, and Little Buddha. That's all I've uh, seen. I gotta be honest. Maybe it's not uh, your best work. Yo, you didn't like Little Buddha? Well, I, I didn't think you were good in it. <laughs> like, damn, dude, dude, being brutal. Okay, it's super so, brutal. So now hearing like the the full interview, yeah. he was setting it up to say, "Is this band to change your image or so?" But or like, to- like, dude. You- yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he goes on to say, like, uh, hey, you're not a good actor. Like, is this, you know, uh, a backup for that? Check oh, it out. I liked the movie. <laughs> I liked the movie okay. I just didn't think you were well, good. That's good. That's all. Very okay. nice. But the reason I ask is, does it have anything to do with why you thought you better start shopping for a new skill? Jeez Louise is oh, right. Oh, my God. He's just relentless, you know? Incredibly mean. That's That's pretty brutal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. Yeah, my mother said, you know, Kevin doesn't like your acting. You better get another job. Why don't you try playing some music? There's a good f***ing career call. <laughs> it's Bean, by the way. I'm going to be honest because it's the kind of person I am. The album is pretty good. Ah, thank you. Hey, Tommy. all right. Thank you very much. Sir. I mean, it's not that I have anything against you personally. I mean, this album is pretty good. The uh, uh, I, I bought I it. I didn't take it personally. I bought it for... <laughs> yeah. uh, You're an like, uh, listen, I don't know if you hear this, but that- you hear somebody, somebody like going, 
Like, man, like, like, like yeah, like that's, that sucks. Yeah, l- l- listen. I mean, this album is pretty good. The uh, uh, I, right there, like somebody on, from the bands is like, 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 really? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because this is unbelievable. If you're in a if if you're in a band and you get invited to be on somebody's radio show, you don't really get a, you know expect to get treated like this, right? No, no one. I mean, I don't think you go on anybody's show just to be like, you suck. Like, yeah, you're terrible. It's not as awful as I thought it was going to be. We got to get in Bean's in Bean's head. Like, what was he thinking? Like, like because the, the Bean now, there's no way Bean was going to be like. Well, this. It, it sounded like he was going to go into one of his famous backhanded compliments. Yeah, but it, but it, but it wasn't. It was just straight. It just continued. Just, just yeah, just being playing. a dick. Pretty good. The uh, uh, I, I bought I it. I didn't take it personally. I bought it for. <laughs> yeah. uh, You're an amazing man if you didn't take that personally. <laughs> <laughs> you are amazing. Yeah. That is impressive. I need to get no, some. Some of actually you know. he doesn't. I need to get me some of that. <laughs> Brad, I'm going to tell you, you're a, you're a hell of a vocalist. Thanks. And uh, it's a it's a pretty it's a better album than I expected it was going to be because it's easy to Jesus. So yeah. So uh, during. By the the way, it's just a little thing that I noticed is: Did you notice Keanu's the only one mic'd? Uh, Like really on the mic. Really on the mic. Yeah. So everyone's in the background. So I mean, it sound maybe they knew that Keanu is the the reason why everyone's speaking to them. Yeah. But but man, yeah, to go to go at him so hard and. Yeah, so much. And then backhand the band, like, oh, it's not that bad. I, you're actually really good. Yeah, so the the interview continues, and you you don't hear you you don't. It, it's like radio silence from Keanu, like you know. Well, so like, now, yeah, he's just like oh, these guys, exactly. Yeah. You know, so the other band members uh, answer Bean's questions and stuff, and they for a couple minutes just do kind of a straightforward interview, you know, mm-hmm. without being digging on Keanu. Uh, and here's the next clip. So let's say that it goes really, really terrifically, and that just this band takes off, and you guys are the next Pearl Jam, and everybody wants your, you know, blah, 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 fame, stardom, the whole deal, and, and you guys are the next Sperm. Person. Sperm, right? What, Keanu, is that, is, that, is that it for acting? No. Oh, that's in for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you hear, this like, 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 Keanu's pissed, but he doesn't, he's so nice that he's not going to retaliate or say anything because he's just, I mean, sounds like a nice guy. Yeah. That's just being ambushed on the air. Yeah. Hey, this is brutal. This is tough. Le- Le- no. Oh, that's in for you. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks for, uh, thanks for spending some time with us. Good, uh, good luck with the project. Nice to yeah, talk to you. Thank you very much. Thank you kindly. You bet. See you guys later. Even at the very end, he says, thank you kindly. Kindly, yeah. So they disconnect from the ISDN. Ice the end. The, the, the satellite. Ice the, end, the satellite. The satellite. Yeah. And um, this is what kind of leads me to believe that they went in with the intention of being mean okay. because of how this sounds, okay? All right. He's just, I mean, he is that bad. You need an award, Bean. You, you have a- are my idol. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want anyone to miss- Hold on a second here. Bean, everybody. I don't want anyone to misinterpret this. This wasn't one of those things where, hey, how can I be mean? That was so but, brutal. But I am telling you brutal. that personally, personally, I'm offended when I see him on the screen. That's all. You wouldn't be honest if you didn't say otherwise. That's right. And I, again, I'm not trying to just slam him because the record's okay. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you suck, you have no talent. The record's okay. He just shouldn't be acting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Wow. They, 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 they celebrated that, that terribleness, man. It's crazy, right? Yeah, I think to this day, though, Bean regrets that. No, he does. He does, Absolutely does. Yeah, he regrets that interview and the way he went at him. By the way, he should. Yeah. Yeah. But how, 
And but you know you hear like everybody <laughs> idol. Oh, you know the lightning there are my idol. I don't want anyone to miss. Hold on a second. I don't know, man. That, I mean, that very very uncomfortable I mean, there, listening to ve- that, right? It was, yeah, it's very tough. It was tough to listen to. Yeah. Like, I felt bad for him. Totally. Um, and you know the guys have done a couple of other interviews like that, like with Anna Nicole and with the Scientology people. But now they won't do that. They they won't they won't have anyone on the show if they don't like them because they say why have them on just to just to tell them otherwise you know no, like, for sure yeah which is a good thing it's it's I'm absolutely glad because then i have to be the one after going hey so, do you think uh, it was one thinking. of those things where maybe that's it was you know a, a certain time in radio and that's what people did i i don't know i, uh, I wonder yeah. I, you know it would be interesting to get bean side i wonder if it if it was like uh like hey this will make the news or like or you know what we, we have a chance to talk to him it's gonna be funny to hear me say how bad he is maybe at yeah, yeah. Wow, interesting. But I got to give Bean credit for having balls to, to say it, even though he's in a different studio miles and, yes, and miles I, away. I, I but, don't think he would have done it if he was in person. Oh, yeah, he would have. I know he would have. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. Well, All right, well. Oh. Yeah, it was tough, huh? That was uh, tough. But, oh, there you go, B-Holes. I know a lot of people were you know, asking for the origin of that. I, so there I, it is. I, I don't think we, I've ever heard that complete, yeah. that, that full uh, yeah. interview. It's it's very different hearing it in its, in its entirety as yeah. opposed to just you know the edited clip. Yeah. So, um, all right, and, as, and uh, like I said before, I'm very excited about the Pasadena Daydream Festival, and uh, the Cure is going to headline, and they're playing alongside. They play that 311 song, right? No, no, no. 311 did a horrible cover of Love Song. Oh my God, it's it's embarrassing. Um, but yeah, they uh, headline Weenie Rose 2095, uh, and I remember they they played for hours. Is that the one where everyone left and everyone they're like, why are we? Playing? They're still playing. Yeah. They're, they're, they played for like two hours, and this is after a long ass day of like you know ten bands. And Fatboy Slim is playing in the in the the courtyard or the, the courtyard, little yard. Yeah. yeah. Remember when Weenie Rose were good? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is the uh, Kevin Bean got a chance to sit down with the great Robert Smith in 1995. We're just going to drop this in. Drop it. It's uh, Kevin Bean live at the uh, fifth annual K Rock Weenie Roast in Luau. We are backstage in the dressing room with Robert Smith of The Cure. Robert, good evening. Good evening. First of all, let us thank you uh, from the bottom of the hearts of all the K Rock listeners for doing the show this year. It was such a surprise and such a treat to have you headlining this year. It was a surprise for me as well. <laughs> when exactly did you find out? Um, about three and a half weeks ago, I got a call saying. Um, would we do it? And, and what made I, you say yes? I, I don't know, really. Looking back, I I said yes, and then two days later, I thought, why? <laughs> two reasons, really. One was that um, we haven't done anything for for about six months, and we're going to go in the studio soon and do some new songs. And I wanted us just to play in front of people to remember what it's like to be in a group. And the second reason was just like it, it was a good idea of fun. Mm. Now it's a uh, we know that you don't fly. Is that still the case? Yeah, I walked here. You walk here. <laughs> so when you uh, when you're sitting in you know in London and you say, "Hey, I'll go to Los Angeles," that is really more of a major undertaking for you than it would be for most people. It takes a long time to get here, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but I walk really fast. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> um, I do, well, I, do you know anyone that likes flying? Oh, actually, I do. Roger likes flying. He flies. I mean, he's a pilot. It's insane. I mean, I I've flown. For years and years, the, the 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 reason that all this stuff about me hating flying came about was because I reached a point where we, we did a tour of America in I think 1987, and we we flew everywhere, and I didn't see anything. All I saw was airports and hotels, taxis, minibuses. Drove me insane. So I decided that I would have like a five-year period where I would not get on a plane, and we did everything by train and bus, 
and it's excellent. It's funny because the rumor obviously is that you're afraid of flying. You don't want to fly, you're afraid of it. Well, it doesn't bother me in the slightest, fine. Well, this, this is a scoop. This is interesting. <laughs> we did not know this. I mean, I'd, I'd rather walk than fly, <laughs> but I'm, I've never not got on a plane. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty dumb thing to do, really. Let me, uh, let me ask you this, because the band that we're going to see tonight is going to have a new drummer from the last time your fans in California saw you. How, uh, band. I believe it isn't Jason the new drummer? He, he was here last time. Well, were you really? Yeah. J- Jason, we take it all back then. That's what it was. <laughs> Frankly, he looked 15 years younger last year. <laughs> is, uh, is this rumor true that he really did answer an ad in the paper to, to join the band? Yeah. Yeah, that's how we... Uh, well, th- we kind of ran out of people that we knew. The Cure has always like, been very incestuous, and like, we've always lost people and got them back again, or someone's cousin. Um, but uh, Boris had been drumming with us for quite a long time, and really I wanted someone who was uh, of a like mind and who had a kind of drive, and I didn't know anyone that fitted the bill. So, so you thought, well, I know, classified in the newspaper. Well, we a very, very specially coded advert in the music papers, and Jason was the only one that got the answers right. right. <laughs> what do you uh, make of the bill coming all this way from England and having over half the groups on the bill being British? It seems to be the state of pop with Blur and Oasis and yeah, Chemical Brothers. and it's, um, I, I don't really feel like that. I, I suppose I should, and you know, I'd be jingoistic and kind of like hype it up. But um, what we've always done has been to like to to play around the world ever since we first started. You know? So I, I don't really feel like an English group. I think what we've done, the reason why we've, we've we've kind of done well, I suppose, or we've been popular around the world, is because I don't have that notion of an Englishness. It's like what 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 we sing about, how we play, isn't English. You know, I mean, there, there are certain bands that are very English. Which is a good thing, you know. It's kind of like it, it's it's a sort of definitive thing. I mean, I was particularly, I suppose, Blur and Oasis because of all the hype that's been around sure. with the Britpop thing. But the Cure have never really been into, um, you know, a British scene. Full it would, stop. It would be pretty amazing if you guys got into some kind of a big rivalry fight with another band. No one would ever expect that. I, it wouldn't happen. It's <laughs> like they um there are probably two bands in the whole world that I hate. That's it. Who are they? Are I'm not going to tell you. Oh, <laughs> tell us, Robert. Wait a minute. Two bands in the whole world that Robert Smith hates. Who are yeah, they? I'm not going to tell oh, you. No, on. it's pointless. Uh, give us some uh, a hint. All right, then. I, don't. I love everyone. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can I guess, though? Is it the Pointer Sisters? <laughs> You're so close. You're so close. <laughs> hey, uh, you have uh, fans that go back with you probably, what has it been? You know, 15, 16, 18 years, something like that. Do, do quivering, blubbering fans come up to you still to this day on the street? and on just the stage. Uh, on the stage. <laughs> Because we'd like to have one come up to you right now. Lisa, come on over here, would you? Come on. You've never had the opportunity to ask Robert a question. Lisa is the music director of K-Rock. Biggest fan ever. Lisa, do you have a question? You've always- Lisa, what's the question you've always wanted to ask Robert Smith? Is that the reaction you get, Robert? She already asked you yesterday. And it was no. It was unsure. The answer was no. You had to break her heart. Robert, you got the fans uh, uh, that go back a long time. That's very cruel. Well, well, that's a really cruel trick. Come I, on. That's my friend Bean. I'm sorry for it. I apologize. You do, though, have fans. I mean, we heard from people that email from all over the country. I mean, you know, people from in, uh, in Ohio and people in New York that are trying to figure out a way to get here to see The Cure. Is that yeah. typical of a Cure fan? Well, it was, it was weird, actually. Um, two things happened yesterday. One was that um, we were reminded that we did an install. I think the only install we did on the last tour was in San Jose. And... It, it had a really big impact on the group because you kind of like you met people who had travelled you know three four five hundred miles to see us play a concert and you'd, we went on stage at night and it was one of the best shows that we'd, we've ever done, full stop, because 
we've kind of seen the look in people's faces of like what we meant to them, and it and it's it's very easy to kind of to forget that, you know. And it and 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 sometimes you have to forget it because otherwise it would it would drive you mad. If I really thought we were that important, I would become insane I think, very quickly. The second thing was that actually like going on stage on a bill with other bands. There's a competitive kind of undercurrent, which doesn't usually happen. You know, if you're playing your own show and people are there to see the cure. You're not proving anything. You just go, we go and we play for three hours and we just like have fun. Every, everybody's night, there to see you. Yeah. Yesterday night, we're like, I wanted us to be the best band on. I, right. I, I can't figure out why. And tonight's the same. I want people to go away from here thinking the Cure were the best band on. No. And if they don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, most people probably won't. But um, I want to go away thinking the Cure were the best band on. Let me just say uh, on behalf of uh, everybody at K Rock and all the fans in Southern California, and everything. Thanks. A bunch for coming out and doing this because we really do appreciate it. It means a lot to a lot. Well, the, obviously the reason why we're doing it is because um, Carrot was one of the first stations that started playing The Cure a long, long time ago and did make a big difference. And it's made, not just to us, but made a difference in the early days because um, no one else was playing us. Great to talk to you, Robert. Have a terrific show with the band tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. All right, man. So if you get a babysitter, if you get a hot babysitter yeah. and you get to go to the Daydream Festival, yeah. are you gonna put are you gonna bring out the eyeliner and the, the gloves <laughs> and the, all the black and no. stuff? Come on. <laughs> no, no. You have to. That, that look is retired. Goth, man. Goth Omar needs to come out. <laughs> that look is retired, oh. man. And not that I regret it. It was a phase in my life, yeah. you know, but I look back at some photos. I'm like, wow, really? Listen, if Robert Smith yeah. can do it, so can you. <laughs> uh, so I think this is from the uh, same Wiener Rose. Uh, so STP wasn't playing, uh, but Scott Weiland just happened to be there hanging out backstage. And Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel uh, had microphones, and they interview uh, Scott Weiland. And uh, let's go through this. Th- this is not that long. It's about two and a half minutes, but it's it's weird. Okay. All right, Jimmy and Mr. Bertram here with Scott Weiland. Of course, the Stone Temple oh, Pirates. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. How are you? Good. Now, you guys played last year, and uh, you're just here hanging out tonight, huh? Yeah, we just came to see a few bands that I haven't seen before. Who are you into seeing tonight? Uh, Foo Fighters, Sonic Youth, Point of Pyros, President of the United States. Did you hear the... Again, do you remember when Weenie Rose for Good? <laughs> that was a damn good lineup. <laughs> Did you hear the Commodores are reforming tonight? They're going to do a special right, show. Quit goofing yeah, off. I got a serious question. Right. Uh, i seen the way the chicks are uh, amassed around you. Oh, I've yeah, seen my, like the, my what goes on. My yeah, I make 28k a year and get nothing. Let me ask you something. You guys need, like, an extra musician. Like, remember the Partridge family when Tracy just stood there like a mannequin and played the tambourine? Uh, we're looking for good skin flautists. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, I've been doing that for free for 30 years. Now you're going to hold <laughs> auditions for that or what? Uh, yeah, you know, in a sanitized glass room. Now, will we'll we have to wear gloves glass, or can we go on natural? Well, as long as we stand behind the glass, it doesn't matter to me. It'll be like a Gallagher concert in there. Yeah, no kidding. Bring your umbrellas, people. So how's everything going otherwise? It's going great. We just um, finished uh, the STP record about a week ago, and it's going to be out late March. All so right. Looking forward to that. It's What's that one called? Uh, we don't have a name yet. We're kind of throwing certain Ooh, things Can around. we name it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, a hey. tribute to Jimmy and Mr. Bertram. Yes. How to ejaculation in the glass underworld. Either one. Yeah, either one would work. Either one would be a tribute to Jimmy and Mr. Bush. And it would come with a wet nap instead of liners. Yes, excellent thinking. All right, well, you think about that. And, you know, we'll talk to your record weasel, see if we can work it out. All right. And there's no charge for that idea either. That's free to you. 
Certainly. All right, have a good night. All right, thanks a lot. Take Bye-bye. it easy. Take care. Another artist uh, putting up with people's shenanigans oh, just to get their uh, you know information out. Jimmy's accent. Oh, he he used to put it on thick, man. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm from New York. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> z- 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 exactly. It was a uh, Miniscalo or whatever that dude's uh, name is. So that's crazy, right? Oh my God, poor Scott. There's no way that would happen today, right? Uh, I don't know, man. It depends on who it is. Yeah, you know, if you if they have a relationship, they can do it. But, I guess, but not just to ambush someone like that. And but Scott Weiland at that point in his career, he was big. I, I I don't know what album he was working on. Oh, man. Foo Fighters, that was 95, you said? Yeah, around 95, so yeah. So that was just so after Core, so core. That was probably just Purple. Yeah, Jesus, which is the reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into some uh, Best of Bean. Bean. All right, we're just going to drop this in. But once upon a time, Bean almost died in Norway, so please enjoy. <laughs> Drop in. I want Bean to tell you the story because this really doesn't happen very often to people in their lifetime. No. Really came inches from certain death and, and while I, in Norway on vacation last week. That is correct. And it's not one of those things where you think, wow, if things had gone a little differently, I would have died. I mean, this is a situation where there was a better than average chance that I would literally be killed. Not hurt. Way better. Not hurt. Yeah. Killed. About a 97% chance that he was going to be demolished and a 3% chance that what happened happened. Exactly. You, got, you slipped away. I'm in Norway, uh, a vision from the Lord, and uh, went to Norway, and I thought, and, and in the two seconds that I had before I obviously missed certain death, it did occur to me, this is not funny, Lord. If your mission was to send me to Norway <laughs> to was, kill me. That was my first thought. when so I called back during vacation. They said, Bean has a story about almost dying. And I thought, well, God's just calling him a little closer <laughs> so we can take him on home. Right. So I'm in, uh, I'm in Norway, and I'm driving around, and I'm just I'm having a, a great time. It's, uh, it's too cold, and they speak too much damn Norwegian for my taste. But uh, I'm driving around, and I'm going, hey, this place is pretty cool. And, I, and I'm, uh, I'm having a good time, and I'm seeing the sights, and I'm on vacation, and it's been a long time coming, and I'm feeling good. And through my mind, the words... I own this town, go. You know what it's like? You stake out a new territory and you just, you fit like a glove. I knew the city. I knew how to go back to a museum if I wanted or back to the hotel if I wanted. I knew where the 7-Elevens were. So the words that are going through my mind are, I own this town. I am Norway is what I'm thinking. Right. I take a right-hand turn to get onto the uh, freeway to uh, go back to the hotel. And I realize as I make the turn that something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. (laughs) This is not the expressway to the freeway. Friends, I am now on a train track with a train coming at me. And you're talking, how far was the train away? I'm talking here to the here to the kitchen. I'm talking 50 feet. Full speed? I mean, Full going? speed. This is, not a, this is not a train that was slowing down to pull into a station. Now, tell me about the left and the right of the tracks. Cement. Cement walls? Cement walls. On both sides? Yes. I have turned essentially down a tunnel is what I've done. <laughs> the, the old joke is the light of the other tunnel is usually an oncoming train. That's what it was. That is exactly what was happening. 50 feet away, full speed, no intention of, slamming, of slowing down. The trains can't stop that quick anyway. There's no way he could have done it. He's paying attention. He's fast enough to lean on his horn. <laughs> is the last noise I hear before oh, I die. What was the amount of time? What did you do first? What was your first thing? Crapped. Okay, second. Okay. Uh, well, I went. Damn, I crap. <laughs> Obviously, you uh, explore your options in, in fast. So, so you're going at the train, yeah. closing the gap. And it's not like, uh, if you can picture this, there's walls on either side, and it's not like there's 10 feet on either side of the railroad track that I can comfortably drive alongside the train. I mean, it's not a road. It's right. a train track. Right. Not meant for cars. How big was your car? 
I am telling you that if you rent a car, make sure it's a Volkswagen. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm telling you. A Volkswagen Golf was the car that I was driving. They are like three feet across. Yeah. Two, two and a half feet across. Like a, it's like driving a little uh, a Honda CBCC or something. And you, know? you didn't do it on purpose. No, it's just what I got because they're cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So I'm crammed into this uh, Volkswagen and I've got a train coming full on. And obviously, you know, as fast as you can, what can I do? I can't back up and get out of this. There's right. no way that by the time I get it in reverse and back up, I'm dead. And uh, I can't go forward. What do I do? So the only option I had left was to pull hard right as, as far as I could over against the cement wall to the point where my uh, rearview mirror on the right-hand side, on the passenger side, was actually scraping up against the cement and just brace myself for the train to approach. All I could do was hope that it was going to miss me. <laughs> At this point, I'm hoping that it misses me. Stuff like this happens to beat all the time. It's weird. It's like turning around. You're at a baseball game. You turn around. You realize the ball is coming right at you. You have time to do nothing except hope it doesn't hit you. Right. Uh, no wonder you never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> like a menace. Now I, it all makes sense. I don't know what was happening. And the train went by me and didn't touch my car, but was within uh, 10 inches of, uh, of the side of my car. I mean, I looked out my window. And it was, it was probably going 30 or 40 miles. Oh, away. it was just humming. Hornet. Uh, still going. Wow. Train went on by. Eight or 10 cars. I'm thinking... It would be a crappy start to a vacation to get hit by a train <laughs> and, and if, killed. If one of the rear train things had anything sticking off of it, had anything, a, if it yeah, I was carrying lumber uh, or something like that. It would, you're right; it would have hit me. Let me ask: When you actually dump in a rental car, do they keep the security deposit? <laughs> How does that work? That was an expression more than anything. Did oh. you did you scrape scrape it up a little bit? Did you have to take it back and say, "Look, I almost got hit by a train." No, I'm you know, because it's that cheap uh, it's that cheap kind of polyurethane on the outside. It wasn't like paint that scratches; it's more of a hard plastic type thing. So it was okay. So you didn't tell them. I didn't. I didn't uh, yeah, I didn't tell. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Parking ticket four days later didn't tell about that either. <laughs> I understand they will find out about it. Yeah, that. they will. So the bottom line is you go to Norway, you take your chances. If you had a bigger car, you That's would right. literally have just been killed. Yeah. We would have never heard from you again. And, you know, if you think back, and, of course, everything goes in slow motion, you feel like you have a lot of time because you can't believe it's happening. Everything is crystal clear. You're very sharp at that moment. You were right. stupid to do what you did, but you're sharp at the moment that the train is approaching. Because you have to be, right? And, no! <laughs> but the one thought I had is the first thing they're going to look for is ID, and my passport is in my front pocket, and they're going to pull it out, and they're going to go, hey, here's an American. I guess we're going to have to figure out a way to call his family back home, you know? Wow, I mean, I actually weird. was visualizing them lifting me out of I mean, there. Donna wow. I mean, Donna would have been happy. But Most I mean, people it, see their Life before their eyes. You were looking at your death. But it would have been a it would have been a crappy vacation. And as it turned out, I, I lived and got to see quite a bit of uh, of Norway. And now you're back to telling us all. All right, good sesh. Oh, that's so much fun. Keep those uh, afros com, uh, calling in, coming Co- in, coming in. Three two three AF. Nope, I can't get it right, Dave. Three two three five two AFRO. And uh, yeah, if you guys have a spot for us to record our one hundredth episode, we're uh, definitely open to any ideas. Yeah, and also uh, if you have suggestions for try things, there's a couple of things that we need to try. Yeah, totally. The B team. Yeah. The B team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team, baby! All right. Uh, let's get into We're this. not going to try Balut, though. That's, uh... Oh, I've already tried that. You did? Oh, yeah, I've tried it. Oh. I, I, I had a phase in my life where um, most of my friends were um, Filipinos. Filipinos? Yeah. yeah, they were Filipino. And I was working at the Denny's overnight, and I would hang out with them, and we'd eat at all kinds of weird restaurants around town. And Balut. You had Balut, had huh? Balut. Yeah, had Balut. Had this stuff called Dinim Guam. Is that the, the, the black. blood milk? Yep. Oh. That's it. Yeah, it's black. Oh. It's black with rice and yeah, dude, it's it's good. Yeah. We might Super we might have to try the we have to do a, a seltzer challenge. Oh, I don't know what that is, but as with long the white as claw, like, the the natural light. Oh, and I hear it's awful that white claw. White claw is not good. Yeah, I've but never uh, had which it. which one is the worst? Then I guess we oh, should really? try. Oh, yeah, okay. that's funny. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, okay, <sighs> watch. 
Just, just, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. I don't know. It, maybe you've heard it, but it blew my mind. In the gentle tradition of Donovan and Dylan, we have an American troubadour, Rodney Biggenheimer. <clears throat> oh, teenage woman, come live with me oh, in my wow. dirty room behind the ranch market. Let me show you off to all my friends on the Sunset Strip. Don't flirt with any other long-haired boys. <laughs> I'm the prettiest little boy in the whole wide world. Ew. It took me two and a half hours to wash and dry my beautiful fluffy hair. For you, my teenage princess, living in your teenage dream, let me be your teenage everything. It gets better. It gets better. I'll be yours tonight. Like a buccaneer of love. A buccaneer of love. You'll be my turtle dove of sweetness. I'll I'll be your stallion. We'll go romp together in our teenage meadows of infinity. Dear sweet meat. Teddy bear of ecstasy. Come share my laundry. And visions of the universe. Be my teenage woman. To me, my teenage love goddess. Woof, woof. I love you. Woof, woof. I want you. Woof, woof. Please be mine. Oh, woof, woof. No. Oh, teenage woman. Here it comes. Oh, teenage woman. No. Uh-uh. Oh, teenage no. woman. No. No. Oh, teenage. No. Teenage woman. Oh, teenage woman. I love you. That's what like uh, nightmares are made of, right dude. there, dude. So what? he's gonna babysit your kids? No. 